You are Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily fantasy baseball podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, I'm Scott Cullen, and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Baseball Podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. It's MLB draft season, and the Locked On MLB Prospects Podcast is covering every future star of Major League Baseball. Host Aram Layton brings you player interviews and farm system breakdowns every day. Subscribe to Locked On MLB Prospects on the Odyssey app, or wherever you get podcasts. So as we hang around the All-Star break right now, we've got... um, some news on a, on a major injury uh, that is going to affect the Atlanta Braves in the second half of the season. Uh, and then we're going to look at uh, the best rookie hitters uh, through the first half uh, of this major league season. And, and so uh, we'll start here uh, with Ronald Acuna Jr. Done for the season with a torn ACL. Uh, that's obviously terrible uh, given that Acuna Jr. came into the season as one of the, uh, the top-ranked players uh, and has produced like one of the top-ranked players. And uh, so you know, to this point, he's got 24 home runs, 52 RBI, 72 runs scored, 17 stolen bases, hitting 283. I mean, he's he's just he's filling every category. Uh, and uh, you know, coming into the year, he would have been ranked in in the top five um, quite comfortably, probably in the top three in most cases. Uh, and uh, his production to this point uh, does warrant a top five uh, ranking still. Uh, and and even his his home run pace has slowed a little bit. Uh, recently, I mean, he's still on pace for 40 plus, but um, that home run pace has slowed a little bit, and at the same time, his stolen base uh, rate has increased. So, you know, Acuna Jr. was just uh, continuing to rack up stats uh, until uh, suffering this torn ACL, and that's obviously going to be uh, a big loss uh, for Atlanta. Now, right now uh, in Atlanta, Ahir Adrianza uh, is getting the first opportunity to play uh, in Acuna Jr.'s spot in right field. Um, and Adrian's is fine. He's an, he's an okay, um, utility guy who hitting 256 has four home runs, 23 RBIs, 21 runs scored in a pinch. Yes. You could plug him into your fantasy lineup, but, uh, it doesn't, doesn't have huge upside as you might expect. Um, if you are looking, uh, to replace, uh, Ronald Acuna Jr. in your outfield, here, here's, you know, a half dozen, uh, possibilities who, who are producing right now that, uh, could at least offer some short-term value. Uh, and so we'll start with uh, Milwaukee's utility man, Jace Peterson, who's eligible like second, short, third, left, center, right. He's uh, He has lots, lots of positional flexibility, and uh, he's playing a lot at second base right now with Colton Wong injured uh, for the Brewers. Uh, but Peterson, in his past 18 games, has a couple of home runs, 12 RBIs, 14 runs scored, three stolen bases, hitting 353, has a 1093 OPS. Uh, and this may not last. This is not uh, typical uh, production out of Jace Peterson. Uh, but... Uh, if, if you're uh, try, trying to get immediate production, uh, may as well give him a look. Uh, Detroit outfielder Robbie Grossman, who uh, obviously if your league is on base percentage, uh, Robbie Grossman's uh, much more effective there uh, because he does not hit for average. But over his past 30 games for the Tigers, Grossman has six home runs, 17 RBIs, 16 runs scored, three stolen bases. Now he's only hitting 224, so there's a trade-off there. But he, d- he does accumulate uh, in the counting stats uh, that makes it uh, at least worth your consideration. Uh, Miami outfielder and first baseman Garrett Cooper. His past 11 games, Cooper has three home runs, eight RBIs, eight runs scored, a stolen base, hitting 441, 1293 OPS, 
uh, and Cooper being productive is not uh, particularly surprising. The, the challenge for him is getting regular playing time. Now, when he hits like this, there's no real, <laughs> no real issue uh, with him getting regular playing time. Uh, but uh, Garrett Cooper is, uh, you know, worth considering, and uh, you don't know uh, whether or not he gets moved uh, before the deadline, maybe into uh, a spot where he's going to find a little bit more consistent opportunity. Uh, Chicago White Sox uh, rookie Andrew Vaughn, who uh, was off to a relatively slow start this season, but has started to pick things up. And uh, in the past dozen games, Vaughn has four home runs, nine RBIs, ten runs scored, hitting three ninety five with eleven ninety one OPS. Uh, and I've mentioned this a few times as we've talked about uh, Vaughn that he was probably rushed to the major leagues a little bit this year. Uh, that looking at his development path, you could have easily started him in the minors and, and after a month or two uh, of tearing up minor league pitching, then he, he might have been major league ready. Well, so he struggled in the majors for a couple of months, but now uh, maybe he's major league ready and, and you're getting uh, the, the result uh, in terms of uh, increased production uh, out of Andrew Vaughn. Uh, Boston's second baseman and outfielder Kike Hernandez, uh, who Struggled uh, early in the season, but is starting to come around. His past 14 games, Hernandez has five home runs, uh, 10 RBIs, nine runs scored, hitting 288 with a 1065 OPS. Uh, and his versatility uh, tends to keep Hernandez in the lineup, uh, and you know that that flexibility doesn't hurt your fantasy squad either. Uh, but really, what you need is uh, you need consistent production from him offensively, and and he's starting to deliver that after a, a pretty rough start to the season. Uh, Pittsburgh outfielder Ben Gamble. Uh, who uh, is starting to earn regular playing time by, by hitting uh, for the Pirates. He, he's kind of been a part-timer uh, since coming over from uh, Cleveland, but past 11 games, Gamble's got four home runs, eight RBIs, nine runs scored, hitting 333, 11.64 OPS. Uh, as long as you're hitting like that, you're going to find a spot uh, in any lineup, uh, let alone uh, the Pittsburgh Pirates, uh, a team, team that uh, should be happy to put in any competent uh, bats into, into their batting order. So, uh, you know, none of these guys are obviously going to be the equivalent of Ronald Acuna Jr. This uh, it's, uh, unreasonable expectation to think that you're going to lose, you know, one of the top five uh, players in fantasy and that, oh, by the way, you're just going to go find a replacement for him on the waiver wire. But, uh, and you may have to be creative, you may have to juggle uh, options on the waiver wire for the next little while until you find uh, someone who's a good fit and, and productive. Uh, but, there's a, there's a half dozen uh, alternatives that are at least worth a look if you need some immediate outfield help. Uh, and then we've, uh, we've got a, a bit of a COVID-19 outbreak. Uh, turn back the clock a bit to early in the season when the, that was still a thing. Uh, and now, you know, I, I don't know what this means about uh, whether uh, the Philadelphia Phillies are, are sufficiently uh, vaccinated, uh, but uh, a couple of notables uh, are on this COVID-19 list, and that's Aaron Nola uh, and Alec Baum. Uh, and uh, Nola, uh, as, you know, was coming into the season, uh, has been the Phillies' ace for uh, a few years, uh, but seems to have been surpassed by Zach Wheeler because Wheeler has been great this year. Uh, and Nola uh, has been inconsistent in his past four starts in particular, has an 8.35 ERA, uh, and so... Hope, hope that he uh, gets past the COVID-19, uh, but also that, you know, whatever happens and he has some kind of break, uh, if he comes back kind of refreshed and uh, and can start pitching better because this, this has not been uh, a typical Aaron Nola season. And now Alec Baum, uh, the second-year third baseman uh, for the Phillies, uh, 
has not been hitting for power this year. Uh, and then at the start of the year, wasn't hitting for average either. So you really weren't getting a whole lot uh, in terms of fantasy value. But uh, that has started to turn. Uh, in his past 28 games, Baum only has two home runs. So the power just uh, has not been a big thing. But 15 RBI, 17 runs scored. Stolen base, hitting 319 with an 827 OPS. Uh, that is a sort of uh, returning bomb to fantasy relevance. Uh, he he had uh, unsustainably high numbers as a rookie last year. That you know his batting average was not going to hang up in the 330s, uh, given the, given the high batting average on balls in play that that got him there. Uh, but uh, he he got a lot of regression out of the way uh, early in the season, and so now uh, Baum might be finding his level a little bit. But uh, it would still be nice to get a little bit more power uh, out of a corner infield slot. So when we come back, uh, we'll look at the best rookie hitters uh, through the first half of the major league season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season's in full swing. You can track all the action at Bet Online. All the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs. That includes Major League Baseball, the NBA Finals are still on, and UFC MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device. Check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website betonline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Use promo code LOCKEDON at BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. So let's take a look uh, at the top rookie hitters uh, through the first half of the season. And uh, for fantasy purposes, uh, there aren't a ton of difference makers here. There are a few and, and good value for you if you, if you got them. Uh, but uh, there are a lot of uh, mediocre uh, fantasy contributions uh, from the top hitters. Uh, and so uh, we'll start uh, with like Brian Hayes. Now here's somebody who had kind of big expectations coming into the season. He had a, a really strong finish last year in a small sample uh, and erupted out of the gate this year, but then got hurt. Uh, and, you know, once you miss a couple of months, uh, it, it can uh, take some time to get back in the groove. And now Hayes, he has four home runs, 18 RBIs, 19 runs scored, hitting 262, uh, and you know still has a very promising future. Uh, but really, uh, if you had uh, you know placed placed any real kind of investment in Kibrian Hayes, uh, you're not getting uh, a great return on it. Uh, Minnesota Twins outfielder Trevor Larnack. Now you wouldn't have had huge expectations on Larnack coming into the season, uh, and really opportunities just kind of. Uh, were created as injuries, and, and I mean, look, that's a that's a case for a lot of these rookies is they need an injury to uh, open the door. Uh, and Larnick ha- has had some good stretches. Uh, overall, he's sitting on seven home runs, 21 RBIs, 25 runs scored, hitting 247. It's pretty mediocre offensive contribution. Uh, the kind of guy you can grab if you're uh, if you need short-term help. Uh, you can grab Larnick. He can fill in while you have somebody on the injured list. Uh, but then you can pretty reasonably cut him loose uh, when, when your regulars come back. Uh, now, Bobby Bradley, the uh, DH for Cleveland, he's added uh, a little bit more of a jolt. Now, we're, the, the reason that Bobby Bradley would be uh, kind of this far down on, on the list of, of top rookies uh, is that he hasn't played as much, right? And so uh, Bradley is... He has 10 home runs, which, uh, you know, under a f- if, if it had been in a full season, that would still be a uh, significant contribution. Uh, but uh, in the case of Bobby Bradley, I mean, he has 10 home runs in 31 games. You know, that, that's an entirely different animal. Uh, and so uh, Bradley is 
uh, a legit uh, left-handed power hitter. Uh, and, you know, you can be, I guess, optimistic that if you, ha- if you have picked up Bobby Bradley, that he could be uh, a bit of a difference maker in the second half. Now, uh, I, I don't know that uh, he's going to keep up the pace of a home run every three games, uh, but uh, there is at least some potential there that he could uh, really stuff that category for you. Uh, then we got uh, second baseman Nick Madrigal uh, for the Chicago White Sox. Now Madrigal's uh, injured, uh, but uh, if we look over uh, his, his production before getting hurt, um, he, he kind of lived up to expectations. He's not a big power hitter. He had two home runs, uh, had 21 RBIs, but he scored 30 runs and he hit 305. Uh, and that's probably always going to be the, uh, the relative value of Nick Madrigal is he's going to hit for uh, a strong average. Uh, and if you can uh, handle the the lack of power and and not e- I mean not even great uh, stolen base numbers, he only has one stolen base this year. Uh, if you can handle those uh, numbers, then uh, you can make that sacrifice for uh, to get a 300 hitter uh, in a middle infield spot. Uh, Seattle Mariners outfielder Jake Fraley uh, didn't start the season uh, in in the lineup with uh, Seattle, and if Jared Kellenick had worked out. There might not be uh, a very regular spot for uh, Jake Fraley in Seattle, but uh, the Kellenick experiment certainly did not uh, pan out. And, and Fraley, while he's hitting only 237, uh, that is better than he had hit in, in his previous stints uh, with Seattle, but he also has seven home runs, seven stolen bases uh, in 40 games. And uh, that I wouldn't necessarily think that, well, okay, you're, you're going to get a 2020 season uh, out of Jake Fraley, but certainly the, the production offers up that possibility and potential and uh, and maybe if he's going to uh, be able to play for the rest of the regular season in Seattle, then you know maybe uh, there's uh, some fantasy upside to Jake Fraley. Uh, Cincinnati's Tyler Stevenson, uh, who's a catcher and uh, has played some at first base too. Uh, and the challenge here for uh, for Stevenson is just playing time uh, because uh, he he, he does have to move around a little bit. And, you know, when Joey Votto was out, uh, it was easy for Stevenson to get regular playing time. Uh, and, uh, I mean, what we found so far is that he's he's hitting well enough that the Reds still need to keep uh, keep finding uh, spots for Stevenson in the lineup. Now, he, he has five home runs, which uh, isn't huge, and 22 RBIs. But he has scored 34 runs and is hitting 282. Uh, and so to, to get that in a, uh, in a player who's catcher eligible uh, does uh, offer up a little bit of value. Uh now, another player who's done it on, on a very small sample uh, is Chicago Cubs' Patrick Wisdom, uh, which, you know, a 29-year-old who, who has had hardly any uh, Major League success prior to this season, uh, and then all of a sudden, uh, Wisdom has 12 home runs in 43 games. Now, that, that pace has already slowed down from um, when he first got called up and he was just destroying uh, Major League pitching, uh, but... In 43 games, he's on 12 home runs, 23 RBIs, 21 runs scored, hitting 270. Uh, and you need somebody to fill in in the corner infield spot. Uh, it's worth uh, giving Patrick Wisdom a look, uh, as long as he's getting playing time. And, and you know, this is the challenge: is that uh, certainly when he comes up and, and he's on an unbelievable pace, well, you know, yes, go ahead and, and you take Patrick Wisdom. Uh, but then, as you know, the the Cubs get healthier and, and maybe there aren't. Uh, as many spots in the lineup for wisdom to fit, uh, then it becomes a little bit, uh, a little bit more challenging. Now, at at the moment, he's still uh, kind of a regular in, in the in the Cubs lineup, and now the home run pace has naturally slowed. Um, you know, he had what, seven home runs in his first 13 games since get, uh, after he was called up, and so 
uh, you know, about five home runs in the 40 games since, but um, or 30 games since. But you know, I, I think if you are looking for a corner infielder, uh, it's worth giving Wisdom a shot just based on uh, the results we've seen in his small sample of games. Uh, you know, another uh, catcher, Eric Haas uh, of the Detroit Tigers. And um, Haas ha- has some value because not only is he catcher eligible, but he also plays a bit in the outfield. Uh, and, and the Tigers, uh, you know, the, the challenge with Stevenson is finding playing time when they've got Tucker Barnhart at catcher and Joey Votto at first. Well, the Tigers don't have uh, great options, you know, both in the outfield and behind the plate. And, and they've, they've since uh, let Wilson Ramos go, uh, which opens up more playing time for Eric Haas uh, at catcher. Uh, but uh, the fact that uh, the uh, the Tigers are also giving Haas playing time in the outfield uh, does give him a, a little bit more uh, fantasy value um, because, you know, more, more opportunities to hit. Uh, and Haas does have 13 home runs, only 27 RBIs, 26 runs scored, hitting 244. Uh, you know, the power really drives his value. Uh, and I don't, I wouldn't expect that his batting average is, some, is going to be an asset really at, uh, at any point. Uh, but I think you can look at, uh, a catcher who's got you 13 home runs uh, in half a season and, and see that uh, he's at least worth considering in a backup role uh, and uh, potentially more than that. Uh, so when we come back, uh, we will look at the top uh, rookie hitters uh, for fantasy so far this season. Built Bar is a protein bar and tastes like a candy bar. Uh, and they have a ton of great flavors. Uh, you can get coconut, cherry barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, German chocolate, Maybe check out their site, see if they have any more grasshopper cookie uh, still lying around there. Uh, it's one of their special uh, new flavors, but there's a great variety there, um, and they're all covered in 100% chocolate, so they taste great. Uh, and so if you haven't uh, tried those flavors, you can get a mixed box from Built Bar, uh, where they'll send you two of each, uh, and then you can sample them, uh, decide which, which ones you like, uh, and then uh, order more of those. Uh, and as I say, they're really great tasting bars, but they're healthy. Uh, and they're loaded with protein, low in calories, low in sugar, low in carbs. So you, know, you can make it part of a, a workout routine. That's what I did going to an outdoor boot camp. Uh, after, my, uh, after my workouts, I would uh, grab a Built Bar uh, to give my muscles a little protein boost. Uh, and I think I've had some success with it. So go to Built.com. Use promo code LOCKED15. You'll get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. All right, into the top uh, rookie hitters uh, for fantasy this season. And we're going to pick up uh, with Chicago White Sox left fielder Andrew Vaughn. And we've talked about Vaughn quite a bit, talked about him uh, right off the top as a possible replacement for Ronald Acuna Jr. uh, on your fantasy team. And Vaughn got off to a slow start, but overall uh, has uh, started to to move it in the right direction uh, recently. We talked about, uh, say, in the past dozen games where his production has really picked up. He's up to 10 home runs, 26 RBIs, 38 runs scored, hitting 253. And now 253 might not sound like much, uh, but he was hitting uh, in the 220s uh, not that long ago. So uh, Vaughn definitely uh, cruising into the right direction. Uh, and uh, of the players on this list, he's one of the, uh, the guys who could really uh, have better second half value than he had in the first half. Uh, then we've got St. Louis Cardinals uh, center fielder Dylan Carlson, who uh, has, has shown flashes. Uh, but he also went through like a long homerless drought uh, during the first half of the season. And right now he's sitting on seven home runs, has 31 RBIs, 45 runs scored, hitting 258. Uh, now that batting average has been sort of gra- gradually declining uh, as the season has gone on. And that's 
you know, that's uh, a bit of an issue. Uh, but also, uh, in terms of Carlson's, you know, potential when he was uh, coming up through the minors, uh, it looked like uh, he would also steal some bases. Uh, and that just hasn't been happening uh, for him with uh, St. Louis this year. And so, uh, in terms of fantasy value overall, uh, Dylan Carlson, in, in some ways, I would say, has been disappointing. Uh, now, it's very early in his career. Who knows what the uh, what his kind of long-term prognosis is going to be. Uh, but uh, if you had hopes of Dylan Carlson giving you 15 and 15 this year, or m- maybe on the outside of 20 and 20, uh, that is not happening. Uh, Houston uh, outfielder Chaz McCormick uh, has, he didn't really come into the season with a regular spot in the lineup, uh, but injuries uh, created opportunity. Uh, and McCormick has uh, been able to hit a bit. Uh, he's got 10 home runs, 35 RBIs, 29 runs scored. Now he's only hitting 250, uh, but uh, as a guy who uh, you, you certainly weren't going to be drafting, uh, there was no expectation for McCormick to have uh, regular playing time in Houston. But all of a sudden, uh, he uh, you know when opportunities uh, have presented themselves, uh, McCormick has responded, uh, and and so now he he offers you uh, a little bit of value uh, if you've either grabbed him on the waiver wire or if you're looking to grab him. Uh, moving forward, uh, just as long as he, he has a regular spot to play. That's that's the challenge for some of these players is that uh, if you're productive in, in a short spurt uh, while, while the star is injured, well, that's great. Uh, but when the star comes back, you're, you're again looking for uh, a spot in the lineup. Uh, Detroit outfielder Akil Badu uh, has been an interesting one this season. He was a Rule 5 pickup. Uh, and uh, you know so that means he's going to stay in Detroit. And given you know where Detroit's season is going, that shouldn't be a problem. Uh, and and Badu uh, has you know flashed tons of potential uh, that, that you know suggests that he was a really good uh, Rule Five pickup. Now he has six home runs, 28 RBIs, 30 runs scored. He also has 13 stolen bases uh, while hitting 271, and that that stolen base uh, value has has kind of been uh, increasing, uh, and and that uh, gives Badu uh, much more fantasy appeal. Uh, you know there are just there aren't that many guys who. Uh, who steal uh, bases, and, and the challenge here, again, for Badu is, uh, can he play regularly? And, and Detroit, they have a whole you know, mishmash of players who are playing in their outfield from, from time to time with uh, injuries and ineffective causing, uh, injuries and ineffectiveness causing a, a bit of a rotation there. Uh, but uh, if, you're, if you're kind of in a long-term uh, plan, Akil Badu uh, still seems like a, a player with really nice upside that... Uh, could, could pay off down the road. Uh, Cincinnati Reds second baseman Jonathan India was a bit of a surprise uh, as the starter uh, there, and and basically he's been solid. Uh, the numbers aren't uh, amazing, but six home runs, 35 RBIs, 42 runs scored, seven stolen bases, hitting 275. Now, uh, if you you know put that out over a full season, and maybe he gets you you know double digit home runs and double digit steals while hitting 275, and you know maybe scores 75 or 80 runs, well that that certainly works. Uh, plug that into a middle infield spot, and uh, and you're good to go. Uh, but he's also not a star. You're not you're not getting a, a massive impact player. Uh, you're getting a player who you probably could have grabbed on waivers uh, at the start of the season, uh, and uh, his production has has been solid enough to to warrant uh, picking him up. Uh, Miami second baseman Jazz Chisholm uh, has you know he's missed some time with injuries, uh, but he has shown that he has uh, a super high ceiling uh, and and could be. Uh, a star or even superstar uh, in Major League Baseball. Uh, he has 11 home runs, 34 RBIs, 35 runs scored, 11 stolen bases, hitting 257. Uh, and so in a full season, you're probably looking at at least a 2020 
season out of Chisholm, but 25-25 or 30-30 uh, are not out of the question either. Uh, in a full season, you know, if he's not missing time with injuries, uh, and and this is you know being his rookie season, uh, who knows uh, where the ceiling is uh, as he develops uh, a little bit more. Uh, but you know, he's he's a super exciting player, uh, and you know pretty easy to cheer for a player like that if he's on your fantasy team. Uh, so now we've got three hitters left uh, as the kind of biggest impact uh, rookie bats uh, for the first half of the season. Uh, and we've got Ryan Mountcastle uh, of the Baltimore Orioles. Now, uh, the the deal with last season being such a shortened season uh, is that there are players who, who are playing in 2020 uh, that didn't use up uh, their rookie eligibility. Uh, enter a guy like Ryan Mountcastle. Uh, and so still considered a rookie, uh, but he uh, comes in with a, a little bit of experience in the major leagues. Uh, and uh, Mountcastle has been a, a really productive hitter for the Orioles, particularly in the past month, six weeks or so. Uh, he's elevated his uh, game a bit. He's up to 14 home runs, has 48 RBIs, 39 runs scored, three stolen bases, hitting 255. Now the batting average, uh, you might want that to, to be a, a little bit better. Uh, but if Mountcastle's you know, hitting 25 home runs, driving in 80-plus, you know, there, there's definitely uh, some value to be had there. Uh, and then uh, number two, we've got Randy Arozarena. Hard to believe he's still rookie eligible, uh, but, uh, you know, he made, he made such a name for himself in the postseason last year, but uh, even down the stretch, he had been uh, a really valuable uh, contributor for the Rays. Uh, and the, the funny thing is, is that uh, while he, you know, burst onto the scene as a power hitter, Arozarena's value uh, is kind of closer to that of a typical leadoff guy. Uh he has 10 home runs, uh, which is, is not uh, outstanding really by any stretch. He has 41 RBIs, but he scored 52 runs, has stolen 11 bases, hitting just 251. Uh, but, you know, the 52 runs scored and 11 stolen bases, uh, you can you could see uh, a world in which Arrows Arena might get you a 2020 season uh, and scores 90-plus runs. Well, boy, that's, uh, that's quite a bit of value, uh, and he's doing that while only hitting 251. Uh, so uh, you, you can... You never know when when a home run burst might come from Arrows Arena that uh, uh, gives him even more uh, value. But I think it's it's uh, kind of a, a testament to his all around uh, contributions that uh, he hasn't had to be uh, a Babe Ruth like home run hitter uh, the way he was uh, in the postseason last year uh, to still have a lot of fantasy value. Uh, and then uh, the best rookie hitter uh, for fantasy in in the first half, I don't think is any real surprise, is Adelise Garcia, uh, the Texas Rangers center fielder who was not getting drafted uh, in, in the vast majority of leagues. So if you manage to jump in on waivers and get him early, uh, you have just been you know, piling up the, re- the rewards because uh, the relative value uh, is just off the charts. Uh, Garcia has 22 home runs, 62 RBIs, has scored 43 runs, has stolen eight bases, and is hitting 270. Uh, for a player who was not uh, getting drafted at all uh, or in very, very few leagues, uh, it's just... It's been a, a massive contribution, and it's it's the kind of uh, waiver wire pickup that can uh, can win you a league uh, to get that. Uh, just really, you know, for the for the cost of a waiver pickup, as opposed to um, you know investing draft picks in in what has been uh, an elite uh, first half of the season for Adelise Garcia. Uh, so that will do it for today. Uh, we're gonna uh, come back and we'll do best rookie pitchers uh, in our next podcast. Uh, enjoy. Uh, the Major League Baseball All-Star Game, uh, and also check out the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast. We're into the offseason, but that uh, that does not slow things down. We've got uh, tons of transactions as, as we head towards the expansion draft, uh, the NHL draft, and 
uh, free agency. So lots going on there. Uh, listen to these podcasts on Apple, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey, wherever you get your podcasts. Stay locked in with Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily source for fantasy news and analysis.